correct strain, at the same time joining her rather high soprano with that of her mother, together with the rather dubious baritone of the father. The other children piped weakly along, the boy and girl having taken hymn books from the small pile stacked upon the organ. As they sang, this nondescript and indifferent street audience gazed, held by the peculiarity of such an unimportant-looking family publicly raising its collective voice against the vast skepticism and apathy of life. Some were interested or moved sympathetically by the rather tame and inadequate figure of the girl at the organ, others by the impractical and materially inefficient texture of the father, whose weak blue eyes and rather flabby but poorly clothed figure bespoke more of failure than anything else. Of the group, the mother alone stood out as having that force and determination which, however blind or erroneous, makes for self-preservation, if not success in life. She, more than any of the others, stood up with an ignorant yet somehow respectable air of conviction. If you had watched her, her hymn-book dropped to her side, her glance directed straight before her into space, you would have said, well, here is one who, whatever her defects, probably does what she believes as nearly as possible. A kind of hard, fighting faith in the wisdom and mercy of that definite, overruling and watchful power which she proclaimed was written in her every feature and gesture. The love of Jesus saves me whole, the love of God my steps control, she sang resonantly, if slightly nasally, between the towering walls of the adjacent buildings. The boy moved restlessly from one foot to the other, keeping his eyes down, and for the most part only half singing. A tall and as yet slight figure, surmounted by an interesting head and face, white skin, dark hair, he seemed more keenly observant and decidedly more sensitive than most of the others, appeared indeed to resent and even to suffer from the position in which he found himself. Plainly pagan rather than religious, life interested him, although as yet he was not fully aware of this. All that could be truly said of him now was that there was no definite appeal in all this for him. He was too young, his mind much too responsive to phases of beauty and pleasure which had little, if anything, to do with the remote and cloudy romance which swayed the minds of his mother and father. Indeed, the home life of which this boy found himself a part, and the various contacts, material and psychic, which thus far had been his, did not tend to convince him of the reality and force of all that his mother and father seemed so certainly to believe and say. Rather, they seemed more or less troubled in their lives, at least materially. His father was always reading the Bible and speaking and meeting at different places, especially in the mission which he and his mother conducted not so far from this corner. At the same time, as he understood it, they collected money from various interested or charitably inclined businessmen here and there who appeared to believe in such philanthropic work. Yet the family was always hard up, never very well clothed, and deprived of many comforts and pleasures which seemed common enough to others and his father and mother were constantly proclaiming the love and mercy and care of God for him and for all. Plainly, there was something wrong somewhere. He could not get it all straight, but still he could not help respecting his mother, a woman whose force and earnestness, as well as her sweetness, appealed to him. Despite much mission work and family cares, she managed to be fairly cheerful, or at least sustaining, often declaring most emphatically, God will provide, or, 
God will show the way, especially in times of too great stress about food or clothes. Yet apparently, in spite of this, as he and all the other children could see, God did not show any very clear way, even though there was always an extreme necessity for his favorable intervention in their affairs. Tonight, walking up the great street with his sisters and brother, he wished that they need not do this any more, or at least that he need not be a part of it. Other boys did not do such things, and besides, somehow it seemed shabby and even degrading. On more than one occasion, before he had been taken on the street in this fashion, other boys had called to him and made fun of his father, because he was always publicly emphasizing his religious beliefs or convictions. Thus, in one neighborhood in which they had lived, when he was but a child of seven, his father, having always preluded every conversation with, Praise the Lord, he heard boys.